0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Land Party Lawyers Podcast. My name is Steve Blickensterfer, and I'm joined by my colleague and co-host, Nick Brown. Hey, everybody. We're coming to you in between Seasons 1 and Season 2, which is coming up. Uh, we have a lot of episodes ready for Season 2. We're excited to roll it out. But before we do, we have a special episode for you following our um, going to Atlanta for the for DreamHack 2019 and the eSports Summit, which also took place and kind of overlapped with uh, DreamHack. Nicely, I might add. Uh, so, Nick, I wanted to kind of go over a little bit of the insights that we, or kind of our reactions to and thoughts about the events that we attended. We also spoke at a panel, a legal panel at DreamHack, which was a lot of fun. And uh, then we're, we have an interview where we talked to Allie Young, CEO of Access Replay, and... Um, and a board member of the newly formed Atlanta Esports Alliance. But before we get there to that interview, I wanted to just give you the floor a little bit to maybe share with me some of your takeaways from the event.
1: Sure, well, you know, the biggest takeaway is obviously Atlanta is working really hard uh, to become uh, a true center of esports and they are pulling off that goal. It's amazing seeing all the enthusiasm, all the investment and all the community involvement uh that's up there. That's that was one of the big takeaways. I mean, another one is maybe not so surprising to some. We all know DreamHack has been doing this for many years now uh but that you know, it's never more clear when you show up to the event that they really know what they're doing. This was an event where we had uh, somewhere between thirty and thirty-five thousand people attending over the weekend, and there was high-level play going on uh, at on all sorts of games. You know, a, a broad range of them. Uh, I, I, you know, regular listeners know I have to uh, mention that I, I would have liked to seen a little bit more StarCraft at the event because that's my personal game. But I understand that uh, sometimes it, it can be hard to put every game you want on there. That said, no one can be disappointed with the quality or the quantity uh of the games that were being played and the high level championship type uh you know uh, pros that were there.
0: The the esports summit was also a great event and it overlapped with DreamHack. It was on the Thursday Friday where DreamHack was Friday through Sunday. Uh we had it's it's obviously a smaller crowd but it's more business oriented and and for me the biggest thing were the 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 networking opportunities. There were Opportunities to visit uh, the Turner Broadcasting Studio and Inaps uh, Data Center, which was which was really neat, and and kind of tying back to what you said earlier about Atlanta making a big push to become uh, the center of esports, at least on the on the East Coast. Uh, Inap has a physical presence there, providing the actual connections to you know backend servers, and so getting to see that was really cool because you can actually get a sense of how much uh, Atlanta has maybe an advantage, um, and and teams actually fly to practice in Atlanta because it's closer to the, the Fortnite servers and and other game company servers. So um, it was cool to see and and to actually you know see Atlanta grow in in front of you. You know when we were there, the the Atlanta uh, Esports Alliance was announced, which is uh, an arm of the Sports Council, which is responsible for bringing the Super Bowl to Atlanta so the uh, I I expect nothing but big things for Atlanta going forward as one of the top uh, esports cities so it's pretty cool to see I think it's good for the southeast in particular um in any event, we talked about these issues and more with our guest who's going to be on the podcast coming up. This is Allie Young, uh, who we interviewed the CEO of Access Replay and board member of the Atlanta Esports Alliance. We talked a lot uh, about a lot of cool issues. I, I think you guys are really going to enjoy hearing from her directly about this and more. So coming up, Allie Young, Access Replay. Hope you enjoy. Thanks for listening. So, Ali, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, a little background on Access Replay, how it all got started?
2: Um, so my background is in sales and marketing. I work for companies like Cox Media, uh, Clear Channel, and uh, own my own marketing firm. Uh, Our larger clients were the US Army, Capitol Records, uh, the Essence Festival in New Orleans. Um, And I'm a gamer. I I met my husband playing video games 20 years ago. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. And uh, What game, by the way? Everquest.
1: All
0: right. OG. Yeah, the
2: OG <laughs> of uh, MMOs. Um, and and really, you know, I mean that that that's how it got started. Uh, we conceptualized this idea and, uh, and and it was it was something, you know, the average age of a gamer actually is 34 years old. I, I asked really? that question. Yeah, I ask that question a lot when I'm on a panel and most people are like 12, <laughs> <Yeah>, 13. <laughs> Maybe maybe. for some games, right? That's right. That's right. Well, you know, and the thing is, is that gaming, and what I love about it so much is it brings people together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, it it was funny. Last night, um, I was on a panel, and I was asked how I actually got into gaming. And um, I was living in Colorado at the time, and I I busted my knee. I tore my ACL skiing and uh and i was stuck at home mm-hmm. with nothing to do and my boyfriend at the time i uh, actually played video games so i i was like what is that that's a geek thing to do as my cousins <laughs> did with was like D and and stuff right. like that and they they're in the chess club i know how to play chess but you know
0: yeah
2: um and so yeah that's how i that's how i got into gaming is a is a torn
0: ACL. That's fantastic. And well, silver you- lining, right? <laughs> That's
1: right. I remember. It reminds me when I was I was younger. I, I got injured playing football, yeah. and I had like a week. You played football. Well, oh, not, not <laughs> football. I, lear-
0: I learned something new about yeah. Nick every day. Tur- turns out I was more fragile than
1: I thought. <laughs> oh, but I had a week to recover, or so. And and um, I, that was right after Ocarina of Time came out. Oh, yeah. And so my dad got me that to try to help with the pain. And uh, it was one of the best weeks I can remember (laughs) in my childhood. Was it the golden cartridge? No, I didn't have the golden Uh, cartridge. We didn't know to get you the golden (laughs) cartridge. It reminded me of your ACL story.
2: Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So, what about Access Replay in particular? What was the genesis to opening up or deciding to open up a space where gamers can come, where you can have LAN events and like this facility? It's first of its kind,
1: right?
2: Yes, yes. Um, So the real story behind Access Replay, and I can share this now that we're about to close our seed round of funding. All right, there we go. Um, We're hearing it live. Right, yeah. Right, right. Hot news. This will be be an exclusive. (laughs) Um, So about five years ago, uh, I took my daughter to uh, her first Barnes & Noble bookstore, And uh, she was eight at the time. She's 13 now. And, uh, um, you know, Amazon baby. Always, she loved books, but we just order stuff online, right? Right. Um, So she gets into the Barnes & Noble, and as we're leaving, she said, Mama, you know what would be really cool is if there was a place like this, but with video games and cupcakes and cookies. (laughs) Um, from so, the, From the
0: mouths of babes, right? Uh, seriously,
2: so she got in the back of the car and started drawing up the business plan for what is now what you see <laughs> oh, is Access Replay. Um, I love it. Yeah, it was it was really phenomenal, and and you know, but it came it it brought to mind you know my husband and I are the kind of couple will will go out to drinks, we'll have you know we'll have dinner, um and we'll look at our watch and be like, okay, well you know meet you on discord in 30 minutes for a few rounds of overwatch right (laughs) right right. um and and as i you know my background in sales and marketing started really looking and diving into the market of gamers in general Mm -hmm. and started noticing a huge gap um you know i i started checking out like top golf right and looking at their business model and thinking you know okay well Forty percent of the U.S. population plays golf. Sixty percent of the U.S. population plays video games. Right. Why isn't there a top golf for video? You know, for video games and esports.
1: Right. right. Absolutely. Right.
2: Um, and so you know, really saw an opportunity there, and I uh, started creating strategic partnerships. I knew, you know, for a space like this, when you look at other land centers, they're, you know, unfortunately, they, they you know, they're they're you know, most of the time they're in strip malls. They, well, yeah. I was just
0: gonna say, I get this whenever I think of like an internet cafe, yes. right? I, I get this going traveling overseas, and I'm just bunch of LEDs, taken to, yeah, <laughs> taken to like a really shady looking place right. where all, you cram as many computers yep. in a row as you can. There's a there's a guy that doesn't want to be there at the counter that's kind of checking you in. It's kind of miserable, mm-hmm. and you feel like everyone is there because they're doing something illegal on the computers. Like that's the <laughs> how did you break that that mold because that's the immediate thing I think of when I think of an internet land cafe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is not this. No. (laughs) Totally not that. (laughs) For those of you who aren't here.
2: (laughs) Uh no, and that's what's so exciting, right? And they don't get it until they come in here and they're like, okay. Yeah. I get it. Well, I, right. that's actually.
0: I, so I was here a, a couple of weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I was on the Beltline, which is Caddy Court, right right next to a Butts, your property here. Yes. And I was like, sidewalk. oh man, it's got you know signs for esports and and you know video games. I, I babe, I have to check it out. So we <laughs> were on the little scooters, got off the scooter, popped inside, and drew in ever since, like a moth to the flame. Yeah. Love it.
1: Yeah. So you know. Wh- for those of us you know who haven't been here you know we walk in this is a well thriving beautiful space very clean lots of high-tech uh, equipment
0: lots of people it's very busy can you describe the space for us real quick for those who haven't seen it
2: sure um so really what we wanted to create was the experience of a top golf but for video games and esports right mm-hmm. and um and it was funny because yesterday somebody who's looking to start a land cafe actually um, was like, or, you know, I was on a panel for women in, in eSports and gaming and he's like, so I've been to a lot of land centers in the country and I've never seen a woman in one. And I said, have you been to Access Replay? Because <laughs> I promise you, there's right. been at least one woman in there, <laughs> Right. right? <laughs> Um so what we did here was really created I wanted to create an inviting and inclusive space for families for females, you know for couples to mm-hmm. enjoy their time together, even if they're not necessarily hardcore gamers mm-hmm. um and what we've what we've discovered in this journey was you know I, Number one, like I said, market research, I knew location was going to be key in creating a space like this, strategic partnerships, all all across the board to build something that we could scale. Mm -hmm. Um, And we started looking for real estate a a while back. And um, I remember when we walked into this particular space and I was like... This is it, and I almost was bouncing right, and and uh, my team was like, "Allie, you're with the reals well, you're with the realtor. Please, like, we have to negotiate." Yeah, yeah. Put your poker face on. Stop. Yeah, right? Stop <laughs> smiling.
1: Don't be so happy. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, but uh, you know, the the thing was about it. It's very bright. I mean it it's airy. It mm-hmm. there's so much natural light that where's comes the, into what's the, the square space. footage in this space? Well it's it's twelve thousand square feet, but it's wide open. So yeah. it looks yeah. bigger. Yeah. Um there are, you know, it's twenty five foot ceilings or whatever it is. We could build a second floor here, which which is the eventual plan is to build like a oh, mezzanine nice. level. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, so
1: you can look down on gamers.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so while you're having drinks.
1: What
0: about why Atlanta? What's what's special about Atlanta? Um, obviously, we have a lot of game companies here. and Maybe I'm, I'm even kind of leading into the answer mm-hmm. with Hi-Rez and Blue Mammoth. And why don't you tell us a little bit about the Atlanta esports scene and just the Atlanta video game scene in general? What makes Atlanta special?
2: Sure. Um, I would have to say community. I mean, gaming is organic because of the communities uh, that make up the gaming scene, Mm -hmm. right? Um, And I've never really seen anything like it, like it is in Atlanta. I mean, when you look at all the way from the top, right? I mean, I I was, uh, I got to present on eSports. I got to present on eSports last week or a couple of months ago uh, with all of the, the like the governor, the lieutenant governor, um, nice. all of the like the legislators throughout Georgia, um, because we're working on getting FIFA here, mm-hmm. right? And esports is such a big part of the sports culture mm-hmm. um, that they brought it all together. You know, it was at SunTrust Park with the Braves and the you know the owners of the Falcons and Atlanta United, and um, it, and it was just phenomenal how the whole culture of Atlanta has embraced esports yeah. um and uh you know the Atlanta Chamber has been such a huge uh just advocate for us right partnerships with high res and skillshot they todd harris and Nabil, were the first people that i met in the esports and gaming world oh, okay. um and we met Good contact at, right. yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> Good start right there it, <laughs> it was it was really like perfect you know yeah. um and it was it, it's funny because you know it's all about timing right but uh I had read that they were, that Todd was speaking at an MIT forum mm-hmm. event and I was like, Oh, it's raining. I've got to drive an hour to get there. You know, all right, fine. I'm just going to go. And, and I went and I listened and, you know, learned a lot. Um, control, as uh, mystery was there also from control freak. It was at E league. So I met the guys at E league that night. Um, so, you know, on panels, when you're on a panel at the end of the time that people speak, mm-hmm. you're almost like it's almost like you're you're taking court or, or you know, you're <laughs> right. ha- you're holding court. The right. line. Or, yeah. yeah, the lines. Yeah. Sometimes
0: a semicircle.
2: Right. Right. Around the people who've been on that who are on the panel. And I was like, that's stupid. <laughs> 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 I'm, just, I'm not a number one. I don't like waiting on lines. Um, but I, I was like. It's not that long. I'm. I'd like to just personally introduce myself yeah. and and let them know what I'm planning on doing. Right. And think about you know and, and get their thoughts on it. So right. So that's how
0: it started. That's
2: how it started.
0: The meeting you almost didn't go to. The meeting and out- the line you didn't almost go on.
2: Absolutely.
1: So one of the things we wanted to ask you about, you know, we show up here it's beautiful, it's working, sure. you make it look easy. <laughs> I highly you. doubt it was easy. <laughs> um, can you tell us a little bit about challenges you've faced in, in starting this brand new endeavor and, and turning it into what it is?
2: Uh, yeah, so one of the things that I'll mention is, um, Raising funds, like fundraising, I I've, yeah. I had never done that before. Um, you know, I bootstrapped my my first company and sold it. Why so easy, right? It, you know, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, I was like, first of all, I spent a year with some people who, number one, they knew a lot of people with money. Yeah, there's a lot of people with money, um, but they are not a lot of people who are the right investors. Yeah. Right. Um, and so navigating that world and, and being, you know, really just I got to the point after a year. I remember I took my team to L.A. for this big VC meeting. Right. Mm-hmm. And and also a lot of market research stuff that we had to do with um, checking out some of the land centers there and also seeing, you know, um esports arena in Vegas and, you know, and just kind of checking out the landscape of yeah. what is already in existence, and um, and we get to this VC meeting, and the guy's like, "Okay, I've got five minutes. You can walk with me to uh, to this interview that I'm heading to." Oh my! I was gosh. like, "We just flew three thousand miles wow. for a five minute pitch, right?" And I I was so oh, pissed yeah. at the guy that set up the meeting. Like, yeah. I yeah. was like, first of all, <laughs> we are gonna have a conversation <laughs> about this later." Um, but It it was insanity. It's going to take more than five minutes. (laughs) Yes, yes.
0: So, so what about the. How often are you facing legal challenges in your day to day, whether it's in raising funds or finding a space? And obviously, you've signed contracts along the way, but what are the most common, maybe, legal pressures that you have?
2: So, uh, actually, we have, you you know, my goal for empowering females in the space um, has taken on kind of this. Crazy uh, organic thing of its own, um, but we created a an all female stream casting team. Really? Um, yeah, I, I'm not a big believer of, of creating an all-female gaming team just because, you know, for the first time ever, females, this is a sport.
0: Pure that, equality.
2: Yeah, there's no gender bias None. whatsoever. There shouldn't and be at there, n- No, absolutely no. not. And I feel like an all-female team will just lend itself to, you know, to, to that segregation again, and then what happens with oh well we want to play with all girls so then there now there's a you know female league and then right. now they can't play with the guys and you know and then which is dumb. And um, we've seen
1: that sort of thing unfortunately. Um, met with a bunch of um, harassment and bad actors before, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it doesn't always work out. It's
2: not the answer. Yeah. Uh, however, I I feel like. Creating an environment for host, uh, streamers, gamer streamers, and casters who want to get into casting uh, and hosting, which is a very, very male-dominated world. It's almost you know like being like a male act. It's almost like an actor, you know. It's already there's already such a small percentage of success, right? right. And mm-hmm. then and then just imagine like okay, there's an actual gender bias with that. Right. So. Um, so anyhow, um my the streamcasting team that we put together, uh they're fan- they're phenomenal, phenomenal women. Um they're all gamers, they have huge personalities, they're wonderful to work with. Um and I'm not an agency. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm not a talent agency right. by any means whatsoever. Um, and, uh, we're, I'm really just trying to provide opportunities, right? right? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so we have, we do a lot of activations and events with brands. So we work with, with brands in there and I'm like, oh, by the way, I'd like to, you know, if we're looking to produce this event, I have the casters and the talent to be able to do that. Perfect. And then I bring them on um win, well win. it is it, it's a win-win all around um the issue that i recently came up into is that um like i said we're not a talent agency right. so you know our legal team is more we wor- you know i'm, I'm wor- that,
0: that's what happened in the tfu lawsuit the uh, the allegations right. that they're running uh, a legal talent agency right yeah
2: right um so you know for me You know, signing like just a simple NDA, I don't even, you know, there's no contract per se. Um, It's just, it's a basic NDA, right? Uh, Well, so one of the girls had, had shown a friend to... You know has had a lot of background in um in contracts and agreements, and I'm absolutely yes, please have a legal advisor, your advisors look at the paperwork right. y-
1: you may not be surprised to hear we think that's good, good <laughs> that's idea. a great thing that's <laughs> right, a great
2: yeah. thing um well the the funny part was um the the person who looked at it felt like I was screwing i was screwing them over. Really? Yeah, I was screwing their friend over that you know they were looking at at the paperwork. Um and and so it was brought to my attention and I asked, you know, I talked to the person directly and um and I said, you know, what's what's the deal, right? Um and he said, well, you're screwing you're screwing my friend over with this. And I was like, "Really? But she's not told me anything you know what i mean right. like yeah. she's this is extremely the first time happy. hearing of it right um and the situation was that he was like well it's a business contract <laughs> yes <laughs> and we're a business <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> um and he was like well but yeah but she's just an influencer I, but she's a brand and she's also a business Right, I right. feel like
0: there's a lot of growing up in that regard that yeah. is, needs to happen.
2: Yeah, and and it was it was just a almost like a surreal conversation that I was having. Right. You're,
0: you're you're over here de- doing seed rounds and dealing with all these VCs <laughs> and money and everything's a contract. This a contract yes. that. And then you're like, okay, well, let's just do this. It just makes just you know, a here's simple, a simple, r- yeah, here's yeah, a basic contract. Yes, it's the easiest it, one I've ever seen. Ever, yeah. yeah,
2: it's just a simple <laughs> no, NBA. Cops, nothing, no nothing, nothing. This is
0: not a series B, nothing. No, right. no,
2: no, it's not a thirty-page you know, 30 page, you <laughs> right. know thing, um, and it's not even it's not even like an agreement. Like basically, the girls are just vendors of ours, right? right. Like we just pay them when, right? It, it's not any kind, ca- but but. The thing is, is then it became a question of well, in the agreement it says that you own the media rights to whatever they're doing for you, and I was like, well, when I partner with the MLB and I sign my life away to them, and they say I can't redistribute this right. or other partners can't redistribute this, and it's very cut and clear right. on what I'm allowed to do. Right, I'm not, I'm not able to give. Them, I'm paying them. Right for us to create content sure. right like that's it's not like hey you're doing this for me for free you yeah. know what i'm saying
1: <laughs> we one of the things we run into a lot is we try to help educate people because they see a contract as like a, a bad word mm-hmm. or like you don't trust them right or you know a lot of times it's people that just aren't familiar with the benefits of contract they provide right. certainty they lay out your your relationship you can figure out pain points ahead of time yes. instead of after things blow up. And so, um, you know, unfortunately, we've seen that sort of thing before where people don't like that. I, I hope um, you were able to
0: bring her around. Uh,
2: well, no, the thing was, is that she's fine.
0: <laughs> oh, right. It yeah. was her friend who right. gave, she well, And showed. that brings me up to another point that we often see is, is so you were you were one of the good ones is saying yes bring a lawyer review that yes. contract but it's also important to bring on the right lawyer the lawyer who understands right. and, and no no i'm not dissing anybody but right. it's important to bring someone who understands the space understands right. the industry this is typically how it goes this is typically right. how the especially with ip rights ip yes. rights are huge in this yes. industry you know barring from traditional sports media uh, but um it's, it's it's very important to have the right players involved and, yes. and the right representation. That way, you can have someone who's looking at it is looked at similar things and understands yeah this is common no need to raise the alarms right uh and and you you can avoid fire drills like that. or worse we
1: see people that do the opposite of what you do and say no you don't need to talk to a lawyer Mm -hmm. we got this covered right Mm -hmm. uh that's always a red flag
0: (laughs) yeah
2: yeah
1: Uh,
0: what about some of the the other cool things that you're working on one of the things i've learned about the space is sometimes when teams are competing um whether here or even abroad, I think for the Fortnite Championship, weren't they? Didn't you have some famous teams come and and, and train here in your facility?
2: Yeah, uh, so they're actually here right now. Um, Season Elevate, who are the number. Two or three, I forget. I just remember they won one point eight one million dollars. Lots of money, (laughs) right? Right. Shake a stick at right. Right. Yeah. So, hundred thieves is here right now, um, and Team Liquid. They've collaborated to do you know to compete in um, uh, squads.
1: Great. So they come in here. They use your facility to train, qualify, and train. Okay.
2: Um, And so we're really close to you know their their house, uh, their training facilities in L.A. And the Fortnite servers are here in, uh, you know, or on the East Coast. Right. So um, Atlanta is a great spot for them. Mm-hmm. And
1: um, and all the high res stuff.
2: Uh, well, yeah, but I mean, in, in terms of the Fortnite server specifically, mm-hmm. the latency is less here than from being all the way across the country. Uh, so gotcha. they want that extra little bit, That's, even if that, it's that milliseconds. That to me is fascinating.
0: That they're gonna they're gonna come here. They're gonna bring all their players here for that Mm -hmm. lag, that latency. So do you, I guess um, that's interesting with respect to making sure that your facilities are tip top and the latency is to a, a minimum. Yes. Um, what are what are the some of the things that you do to to maintain that I guess competitive advantage over others? Uh- sure.
2: Uh, so we have um, we have a partner, uh, INAP, and uh, they're they're our connectivity partner. Uh, they actually their algorithms. Uh, you know, we have a pipe coming in. Um, with Comcast which is our our, our mm-hmm. fiber co- provider um, and then all of those signals are vetted through INAP uh, which which does some sort of magical shit and yeah. then poof, you know, we have zero latency. Right.
1: It's a very impressive facility. We yes. toured it as a part of the summit. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I walked away very impressed. Thank
2: you.
0: <laughs> so why don't you tell us a little bit about the eSports Summit that had just occurred yes. uh, and some of the things maybe that you that you can take away from, from the summit. So I, I know that you're sure. probably asking others, like, what do you think? What do you think? What, <laughs> what about you? Yeah. What do you think about the summit?
2: Uh, so number one, I thought um, – I mean, I really like the summit and how it was done. So last year, we put together, we were part of um, eSports Week Atlanta. And it was actually held here a year ago before we even opened our doors. Awesome. Really? Uh, yes. So the in our the the kickoff dinner um, with the mayor's office and uh, a ton of legislators and you know all of the city of Atlanta and, and Georgia economic development our partners um, along with endemic and non endemic brands mm-hmm. we're all here. That's another story, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, we it was fun because we hadn't even opened yet, and I was taking people through tours of a, an empty space. <laughs> there were <laughs> there were desks and like nothing in here. Imagine like, a bunch of computers. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. That is exactly what it was. Um, however, you know what they what they said was the tours piece was so was such a great part of of the event, hmm. um, and for people like yourselves who've been to other you know esports bar Miami and you know I think that that's a value prop for what we do here what we did here definitely um because you really got to immerse yourself into the ecosystem and then really see what esports and gaming and the community is about when you tie it in with a dream hack right and you come in and you're like holy crap there are people like 30,000 people Toting their computers into yeah. this, you know, party.
1: It's amazing. Yeah, yeah.
0: It, also, don't don't uh, overlook the time between events and and the one of my favorite things to do at these events is just to network and to get to know people in the mm-hmm. space. And even the times going from point A to point B, it builds in that little networking time that you otherwise are sitting in a presentation waiting for it to, for it to be over so right. that you can go outside and maybe meet some people but sometimes they kind of congregate, but when you're forced to be on a bus, going, you know, or walk, yes. or you know, you, you're just kind of talking about something you just went through, yes. it actually opens up some pretty neat opportunities to network, and that actually is something that's pretty cool. Something it I is. experienced this past weekend, I thought that was pretty cool.
1: It is. Very well done.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.
0: So, why don't last topic, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the recent announcement that happened with the, the Atlanta Esports Alliance, yes. and if I butchered the name, correct it, but why don't you tell us a little bit about that project that it's just the, was announced.
2: Yeah, so Atlanta, for the past two years, headed by the Atlanta Chamber of Commerce, um, has been holding esports um, think tank meetings, right, um, just to kind of really expose or, or talk amongst the endemic brands about different things that are happening in Atlanta in regards to us and, and our ecosystem, Um and so I guess about a couple of months ago, it became you know something where we were like, okay, we need to put together an alliance. Um, what does that look like? You know, how do we include the community? How do we how do we funnel that energy and really focus it? Um, and really, what's the end goal? Uh, and so the outcome of that was um, we're gonna have we're gonna have a. Um, a state alliance, one that's all about the community supporting, you know, smaller smaller venues even, right, mm-hmm. smaller land centers, um, you know, things like that that they could be a part of. But then we wanted to create the Atlanta Esports Alliance really to be about Georgia as a whole and what we're doing in Atlanta to, um, you know, to, to get events here, to get you know, like all those RFPS that come in for, um, you know, for the dream hacks out right. there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so the alliance was formed. The exciting part about it is that the Alliance is formed in collaboration with the Atlanta Sports Council. Um, And for those of you guys who don't know, um, the Atlanta Sports Council is responsible for bringing in the Olympics to Atlanta, um, bringing in the Super Bowl, the Final Four next year. um, You know, really some very, very large, like, you know, worldwide recognized events. And they have, they are all in. Like they're all in in terms of esports and esports. As a part of the sports culture of Atlanta, Um, so what the Esports Alliance is is that it is the arm of the Sports Council um, in Esports. That's fantastic. Yeah, talk about
0: recognition, and you have arrived, and you have arrived in Atlanta, and it's just a great way to build on the momentum that's already happened. Yeah, and to keep it going. That's one, and plus that's that's on top of other recent news about, uh, I think the Rain having a facility. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how large it is, but super large, and probably. To host some of these events that hopefully yeah. can be brought to to the to the city, so
2: absolutely. So we have four homestand events that are going to be happening in Atlanta next year. Uh, the Atlanta Rain is uh, you know building a facility, a training facility for themselves and the COD team. Fantastic. Yes, um, and so we're super excited about that. We you know we're working. Really closely with um, with the rain, but then also we have a great partnership with the, with Phase Clan, um, and so for them to come into the city, you I'm know, sure it's fun when they arrive. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we have a great time. Have you done sure. a pop up
0: a pop up merch shop here with them? And uh, the, the line goes down the belt. Not yet? yet, but you know, we're
2: you know we're we're talking about things. Yeah, um that's funny. It, no, I mean it's it's really the. The thing about esports and gaming, it really is truly inclusive and and very inviting, you know, to everybody who wants to learn about it and... um it's one of the just, great
1: things. It it brings everybody absolutely. together. Doesn't matter what you look like, doesn't matter where you come from. Yes. Various limitations people have, it all just kind of goes away. Yeah. And they get together and argue over who's the best uh, yeah. character.
2: Yeah, and, and you know, when you look at when you look at what, th- two and a half, three years ago when I first met Todd Harris and Nabil and and you know, and I explained to them the concept of Axis Replay, and Todd was like, Oh, you mean like like a battle and brew and I was like, no, not like a battle and brew, but <laughs> um, you, you know, it was, it was like, oh, okay, well, we'd love to hear more about it, right? Yeah. And yeah. And I was like, and just that right there um, I mean, we would not be here without the help of all of you know all of our strategic partners who have right. been like, you know, I mean, from Maxnomic, right? I mean, and DreamHack, the Georgia and, Developers
0: Association, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: the GGDA and Economic Development in Georgia, um, Invest Atlanta. I mean. They have all been so amazing. Like you just bringing press over here, you know, checking it out. Um,
0: yeah, it happens all over in the space. People propping up others and helping each other, yes. and they do. The, it's nice to see even businesses doing that in the space. Yeah, so. and
2: Atlanta has done it in i mean i've looked at some other areas and you know i mean obviously our goal is to scale and and um, Mm -hmm. put an access replay into multiple markets right and i have to tell you like atlanta we wouldn't we only opened in january of this year it's
1: crazy it's crazy it's a special place it it is the community here um you know everything you've been saying they support it so much there's Mm -hmm. a bunch of uh, you know, individuals and and communities that are here that are all already interested in it. Yes. It's a perfect partnership with the, the state and the towns. Yes. And uh, so, you know, uh, we're not surprised that it's going well, but right. we're very glad to hear it.
2: Thank you. Well, thank you guys so much for coming <laughs> thank you out. for coming on
0: the podcast. We really appreciate it. It was an honor to have you, and uh, we look forward to seeing Access Replay in Miami, maybe uh, or yeah, you know wherever else. That. <laughs> yeah. Let's 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 talk. I want to see it down there. So, uh, but also elsewhere. Uh, but anyway. Allie, thank you so much. We really appreciate your thank time. You thank very you very much. Guys, we appreciate,
2: appreciate it. it. You've been listening to the Land Party Lawyers podcast series with Steve Blickensturfer and Nick Brown. To learn more about our e-gaming and esports practice, visit carltonfields.com. This podcast is intended for general information and educational purposes only and should not be relied on as if it were advice about a particular fact situation. The distribution of this podcast is not intended to create and receipt of it does not constitute an attorney-client relationship with Carlton Fields. Thanks for listening.